forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast may contain patriotism gone horribly wrong, submarines that are the literal opposite of submarines, and people who don't know how peacocks work. Matt Kleinman educates us about being an educator at SeaWorld San Diego on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast where we are dedicated to our mission of providing a safe, protected habitat for nerds. My name's Scott. I'm the director of Nerd Rescue and Rehabilitation here at the podcast. Uh, joining me is the head of dry fact conservation, Jason Sheridan. That's right. I'm just getting word that we have been uh, purchased by a private equity group. So that habitat uh, organization... I might have to get some rework going. You know, I'm, some rework. I'm, I'm sure whatever it is, they are even more dedicated to conservation than, I can than we only are. Than we imagine. could ever dream of being. I'm sure they're wonderful. Uh, and finally, a man who is committed to sustainability through the recycling of stories, Mike Carlson. I'm here, yes. And I think stories are something that we're going to need a lot of in the future. So we should only have a few of them and reuse them over and over again as to not waste. I think so, too. I think that there is, like, ultimately, there's some carbon footprint to mm. telling a story. Right. It's hard to say where to, but, you know, like, there's electronic devices here, and it requires effort from your brain. At some point, I think it hurts the environment to, like, have mm -hmm. it, make the effort to tell a new story. So when you repeat a Jimmy Buffett story mm -hmm. or an Armin Shimmerman story, right. you're keeping... You're being globally conscious, so right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is what I'm trying to do. So I, I'm glad everyone notices that. And I hope that's what you carry forward in your own lives, uh, listener, dear listeners. Yes. If, you've yeah, take, if you're taking any lessons from us, tell your friends the same stories over and over. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I think everyone will love how it goes over. Uh, today is SeaWorld San Diego, and we are joined by a, an actual former member of the SeaWorld family who might be aware of maybe was given jargon uh, resembling some of what I just did. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out about your onboarding and what I don't even know what you did. So I'm excited to get into it. Uh, uh, he is one of the creators and stars of Funnier Dies High Science on what will still be HBO Max for a few days upon the release mm -hmm. of this episode. So it's HBO Max, but that will that will shed. That's going to shed that HBO. Point is, High Science is the show. Matt Kleinman is the guest. Hello, Matt. Hey, thank <laughs> you hey. so much for having me. Of course. Uh, uh, yeah, the SeaWorld family, I guess that one of the things that they tell you right away in the orientation is that SeaWorld, when I was when I worked there, was that SeaWorld only exists to enrich the Anheuser-Busch brand. <laughs> that was or back when it was owned by Anheuser-Busch, but mm. that they were very explicit that that was the purpose was to make the brand of Anheuser-Busch seem better to enhance its brand and we were all there to to do that we were ambassadors of anheuser-busch wow and using SeaWorld to make anheuser-busch a stronger better global brand it wasn't <laughs> about helping a penguin now no that wasn't a part of it at all it was not it was like the, the orientation was one of those things where like and you you know everybody out there in the park you know do your best to make someone's day a little bit better 
You know, make sure everybody knows where the bathrooms are. Mm-hmm. Like, go above and beyond because you're representing Anheuser Busch, and we're here to to, to make sure that <laughs> via these uh, dolphins and whales and sea creatures that people buy more uh, Anheuser Busch uh, products. A guy pointed out the bathroom to me, so I'm more likely than in three months in the supermarket aisle. Oh, you got a lot of choices there. <laughs> yeah, you know? absolutely. Miller, the Anheuser Busch hey. family mm-hmm. has something for everyone. Absolutely, you know? the finest <laughs> beverages there are. Can I ask a question? Because you brought up Anheuser Busch, absolutely. Uh, at some point <laughs> in my readings, they mentioned that. A number of employees were entitled to two cases of beer every month. I'm Did so you glad. claim that? I'm so glad you're bringing this up. It's one of the first <laughs> things I wanted to talk about. But wow. they, they keep wow. employees no idea. on. My understanding, what's called the tot system, or that you know, that's what it's called when they used to oh. have like uh, people work on like wineries or on like liquor distilleries or whatever, and then they would have a company store, but they would give you the wine for free so that everybody would drink it and gamble away their mm-hmm. earnings, and then have to come back uh, to work for for low wages. They did that. Oh. So they would give you kind of every two weeks weeks they would give employees who are over 21 two cases of I I, I think of Bud Wise. I think of Bud Light was what I heard people talk about. I was 19. So I didn't get this benefit. Oh, no. Of a perk, which and then also I remember being like, well, then they should give me like the cost of a couple. Yeah. Right. They should like. I'm well, hey, now. Here. hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm getting nickel and dimed here. Do they but, make any juices or anything? I don't know what else is in that family. Yeah. Right. Anheuser Bush, like Juicy Juice. So like you would, you'd have to assume, and it's it's deep holdings at, yeah, some, at some point in that lineup. Anyways, beer for little kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I, beer it. junior. I would have loved some yeah. beer junior, but no, we just, uh, I just, it was just kind of like something people told me about. I wasn't even sure when or where it would happen because yeah. they like kept people like me away from it. You didn't even know where it was distributed. No, I would have thought like I would see my coworkers like, you know, like stride into the parking lot with like a big, you know, 30 rack or whatever. But I never quite saw that. And I would have thought that one of them would be cool enough to offer me some. But nobody ever did that for me. Wow. You missed out on like the the, the, let me take a stab and say the only perk. Yeah. Besides just generally getting money. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, there were a lot of free tickets to SeaWorld that you got. You got a bunch of like free passes and then some half off passes. So I would have if friends come to, came to visit over that summer. So I worked there for my summer between freshman and sophomore year of college. Okay. I'm from San Diego. I came back home, mm-hmm. wanted a summer job. And I had always, it just was like a SeaWorld to me was like the ultimate thing. I loved SeaWorld. Mm. So, well, I'm, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself because I do want to, if it's okay with you guys, that I, because we, I, and I don't know how you guys have dealt with this in the past, but this is a canceled theme park, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah, to I mean, some to degree, yeah. So, yeah. It's so many words, but uh, I have learned that they just kept on keeping on in uh, one of the things much. they said they were going to change. Well, let me, look, I don't know what you're getting at exactly, but let me let me say this. I, I was curious, like, how dark do we need to get here? And I realized that because this is SeaWorld San Diego, the first one, opened 1964, kicked off the brand, this is not the one with... Tilikum. It is not. Therefore, that is the Blackfish 
from Blackfish. That's Orlando. Tillicum was from Orlando. So we have no obligation to talk about Blackfish. Oh, wow. We did it, guys. We don't have to. (laughs) Most of the stuff was not. The murders happened elsewhere. We could just, like, San Diego was perfect. Yes. Yes. Everything was sure. Sure, there has never been. It's all in Orlando. So we just. Jason was right about Florida and all of it. (laughs) I'm so glad to hear you say that. Because I really wasn't sure how to go and bring this to the table with you guys. We'll do well, a, a very dark episode about the Orlando and the Blackfish situation <laughs> yes. eventually. With a, get with a serious guest who can hand, who's like right. you know we'll we'll get somebody with a a PhD right. in yeah, uh, right. whatever mm-hmm. uh, uh, animal uh, <laughs> animal killology. I yeah. don't know what yeah. I don't know That's what, what it, it is. is. Yeah. Yeah, Admittedly, yeah. I have never seen that movie because I think it would make me too sad. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's a good. Hey, and that's why now the the only downside to this is that all right. So that's a sad movie that's off the table because it's Orlando. I am. I am sad. We don't get to talk about happier movies, including Jaws 3D. Mm. That is Orlando, right. so it's off the table. I really love Jaws 3D, mm-hmm. and we don't get to talk about. The Adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley, The Case of the Sea World Adventure, <laughs> <laughs> which is, of course, from the mystery series. They solved yes. it was Olsen and Olsen yeah. Mystery Agency. Right. Um, they did two Sea World adventures, but this one was the the case of the. Have sea you World. seen it? Yes, my sister had this. Yeah, okay, yeah. I never. I, I, I like these. Them. I liked the mystery videos because they also, I I think, had songs. I think they would oh. pause the mystery component to still make it um, a song and dance tape. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I love flat delivery, which will come up in some other clips that mm-hmm. I'm going to play. So those Olsen twin videos, are the, that's that's just a, that's a festival of flat delivery. Mm-hmm. That was what they excelled in. Their talent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we know him for. Uh, anyway, did that? Well, uh, I, sort of. Well, but the thing is, and I kind of, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm putting this on, again on you guys. I am kind of like hoping. I mean, you guys are like experts, mm. and the thing, the truth is, ever since Blackfish, I haven't gone back, mm-hmm. and I, because I just don't know if it's okay. Right. Um, I went back. I've been. I don't know if it was okay. I was there to support the Sesame Street brand. This was all right. This is the closest place that I can go where there is Sesame Sesame Street stuff, and it was and it was for my child. It was so that can only be good, mm, right? Right. Mm. And he got to be in a dance party with a, a still at the time socially distanced dance party where Ernie and Elmo were up on top of a pirate ship, and we just waved to them from afar as we were all around like many <laughs> adults and children, very possibly getting COVID. That the point is the people in the suits weren't getting. Right. Wait, this is like a show. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was kind of a just confusing uh, uh, flop around. Okay. I, I would say. Now I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure. I, I want to say like a YMCA was in there. You know, kind of general wedding music played mm-hmm. uh, near a, a colorful pirate ship. And uh, and uh, look, a, a my son got to point at uh, Elmo and the Count. So uh, am I to be run over the coals for this? Was this? Is, Did you see fish shows? Uh, we did not see any fish shows. Okay. So that's good, right? Now, granted, I gave money to mm. the system that makes fish shows possible. And they've changed the fish show. They've changed some things over the years. I, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> they say that, but I to kind of check, I watched 
uh, a video of the most recent version of mm. the Shamu show, which is supposed to be right. updated more about their lifestyle and experiences. And I, it's nice. The stage looks nicer. There's definitely more like a, a lot of good factoid and stuff like that. But the tricks and things were mostly similar. Yeah, mostly. they were still doing a lot of the little tricks. A That's what them. I was. Uh, they they had more soulful music than right. I remember them. And they have less like direct like. And now here's this trick. And now here's yeah. the, like less of that. There's more of a little bit like they're just kind of jumping. Yeah. Kind of uh, as it's going. It's a little more free. It's not like do this, do this. Right. They're, it's their okay. choice. It's I guess communicate choice. Right. So I guess really probably a person would say as long as they're doing Shamu show, it's probably bad. I that's what I'm wondering <laughs> Probably. Too. But the thing is is that these and now we're now we're getting into the heart of the matter. They these are many of them are orcas that were born in captivity, that, mm. that this is the life that they've only known, that right. there's nothing else to do with them, and they're gonna live a long time. Sure. And so, you know, while they're there, you should do something with them and you got a fun show. Yeah, that seemed to be the thing they had stuck with. They're like, All right, we're not gonna breed them in captivity anymore. And I was like hold up what were you doing <laughs> like i thought these were rescues uh oh, not no, the no, case no, no. Yeah. And, and so i think this class this crop of them is like when when these are gone they're gone like they're they're they say they're not gonna do uh get any more of them that okay. said i can't really tell they have open sea world in abu dhabi on yas island uh, they did. They, one yeah, there? yeah. It's, it's like what? Ten years ago? I no, it wasn't it, recent. Is it, is it more soon? Or I think recent? it was Sorry, this year. Soon. Oh wow! Uh, I must have missed the date new then. Sea World in the yes, world. Yeah, this yeah, year? yeah. Wow. Yes, yes. Island is one of those like tourist, massive tourist destinations built from nothing, where you're like, uh, don't knock. Don't knock on the walls. Don't mm. ask who built this and don't knock on the walls too closely. <laughs> don't dig too deep under the don't, sand. Don't here. dig uh, too deep. You will not. Yeah. What you will find will not have you saying yes. Oh my God, I'm so wrong. Yeah, Jason, you're right. It's not even, it's opening it, in it, two weeks. In two weeks. <laughs> what? Wait, and this is coming out in one week. So that means one week. Yeah, wow. yeah, the 23rd it's coming so out. So any <laughs> listeners who are on Yas Island, do we know that it is Yas, not Yas? It's Y-A-S. Y-A-S. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I, I have they're yassifying SeaWorld. <laughs> wow. <laughs> putting SeaWorld Finally. into a big photo <laughs> filter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. huh. um, Matt, when did you work there exactly? So I worked there the summer of 2005. Okay. That's so, way before the movie, right? Is. Well, there you go. So, is. Matt, you're fine. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for saying that. Yeah. No, I mean, I, that, thank you. I felt like, it was okay at the time. And then when, when the movie did come out, I mean, I don't know how, but when the movie came out, I said the lie. There's a lie in the movie that they say that all the, mm -hmm. they show somebody on hidden camera, they show an educator, which was my position, telling somebody, a guest, that the orcas live longer in captivity than they do in the wild. Oh, wow. And that's just simply not true. There's right. no evidence to bear that out, but that is something in our like info packets and a very common question and something that we would say all the time. And I took that as gospel because these are the experts. These right. are the people who know. And so that was uh, one of the lies or one of the things that I said on behalf of the company that I have since regretted. Wow. Jeez. So you said that like every day, maybe? Probably. If I was wow. working at that exhibit. Yeah. That's wild. That yeah. is like an interesting factoid that it you is. could give people. Mm -hmm. And it makes it, them feel good. It doesn't good. happen to be true. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
They love it so much here that they live longer. They want to live longer. <laughs> yeah. They, they like the theme park better than the ocean. They do. Yeah. Well, I like a theme park better than the yeah. ocean, so I guess that makes sense. Whoa, I have music the... plants, and I have some popcorn falls in. They like that. You like yeah, popcorn, the flavors are yeah. different. Yeah. Wow, guests over 21 are entitled to two free seven-ounce pours of beer? <laughs> that's awesome. Maybe the whales like the beer. Maybe that's why yeah. they want a beer. Yeah, yeah, if I don't live longer, I'm actually leaving beer on the table. I'm not collecting more free beer if I die sooner. So if I live longer in the park, I get more bang for my buck. Yeah. It's, it's wow. important to attain that value. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, is yeah. there, did you, are there any other like big lies they had you telling? So the other thing was that this was 2005. This was a uh, Anheuser-Busch and prior to Anheuser-Busch, it was owned. I had heard by it's, it was by a large like conglomerate or whatever, but I had heard that the owner was much more Christian then, mm, but all that led to us never being able to say the word evolution. We just couldn't tell people when we were educating ah, wow. them about the animals. We couldn't say that they evolved to be this way. We had to say they adapted or just ignore the concept of evolution entirely. Okay. Adapting's okay. That's, yeah, adapting what's the is fine. Different. Like, I don't God know. allowed right, right. adaptation, but right. evolving. God came down and kind of shaped the clay a little bit differently on one day. It's okay. just like him doing rewrites or right. whatever. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. God <laughs> is fine with synonyms, you know. No, right. But, <laughs> but not, he's not fine with that one word. One no, no. <laughs> yeah. So that was another thing. So we couldn't talk about that. Uh, and then. <laughs> And then I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that I feel like I could kind of get into about just the experience of being at SeaWorld uh, and what you sort of see when you're there yeah. uh, as, as compared to, I think, what you imagine it would be like, or I don't know, the fiction of, sure, it, sure. of it being. Wait, question. How are you? In, you're an educator at 19. Right. So, yeah, well, so let me start at the beginning, I suppose, which was that I'd always wanted to work at SeaWorld. And then through a series of like miss, like just me completely missing the context of a few key moments, I was led to really believe that being an educator at SeaWorld was a much bigger deal than it was. Um, mm. And that started with like, I did, as, obviously as a kid, I thought it was really cool and wanted to work at SeaWorld. And I remember like maybe the winter before going to SeaWorld and seeing, meeting a, a, somebody in the shark encounter with a, a like a young person youngish like college age or whatever with a clipboard who was like telling people about the the animals and stuff like that and i remember thinking like oh that's amazing i i was studying marine biology in high school i really love that mm -hmm. stuff i got a scuba i got scuba certified when i was a teen like i love the ocean growing up in san diego I'd snorkel all the time surfing mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff but i really loved marine biology and so i like kind of assumed that oh the people working at SeaWorld must be like best in class like experts about all of these things. And I once went up to somebody who was working at one of these places to ask them, so, are, you know, how they got the job? Like, are you like a student? Like what? And, and like all of the answers, like when I replayed them again, like fed into my bias, which was believing that they were like a PhD student right. who was like that clipboard they were using to like take data, to like collect data about what they were observing, about some sort of study they were doing. Because this person said like, oh yeah, I'm a student. I, I go to UCSD. 
yeah, you know, I, I, I like the animals. This is kind of, you know, and I'm like, oh, so is that what you study? Like, yeah, I study stuff, you know, <laughs> but I was like, I, I, I don't know. Anyways, later I realized on his clipboard was just like drawings of the sharks with their names that he was holding so he would remember what they were <laughs> if somebody asked him. And he was probably just a college student who mm -hmm. had this job. The educators at SeaWorld are actually, it's a minimum wage job. It was like a 7.15 an hour job. And really you're there to make sure people don't fall into any of the open pools of water. Mm, so they give sure. you like lifeguard training and show you where the like the the donuts are that you throw out the like water, you know, and where the like life jackets are if you need to save somebody. Mm -hmm. But basically, they figured they had to pay people to stand around near the open tanks. They might as well give them a microphone and like a little fact book and have them like say some stuff. Oh, it's, okay. you're kind of a show too. A, a little, little bit. Casual. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you're just, you know, you're there to give some, you know, some burnishment to the brand, some like a little bit more than mm. what the guests had bargained for or whatever. Now, it is also the it can be like a gateway to becoming a trainer. Mm -hmm. is that if you a lot of the trainers started at this educator position and mm -hmm. like worked their way up. So that was another thing that led me to believe that this was like a big deal. But basically when I applied, when I came home that summer, I thought I didn't, I kind of ran, that was running through my head. And then a couple other things happened that made me think like, there's no way I'm going to get this job. The other one was when I went to like the trailer in the parking lot of SeaWorld to like get a job application and put it in, um, the comedian Dat Fan, of course, oh, yeah. sure. was there winner of one of the last comic stand, the first last the first, comic the first season of last comic standing, which wow. had just been a few years prior. Mm -hmm. And he was there also applying for the same job. What? what? And I which then led me to believe like, oh, wow, like this is like a Hollywood pipeline. This is like <laughs> the people who are doing this are like, you know, tip yeah. top talent. Why would me, a college freshman, even have a chance? I remember going wow. and seeing him there, having an application and then talking to like the higher up people. I don't know. He was going into some offices and talking and they seemed to be doing some wheelings and dealing. I don't know. Later, I learned that Dat Fan was going back to, was going there to apply, but during, so he's from San Diego, and when he was on Last Comic Standing, he was like comic from San Diego, Dat Fan, and by the way, he's a lovely guy. He was wonderful, mm. it was nice meeting him and like mm. having lunch and stuff with him, like he was great, no, no shade on Dat Fan, truly, but I guess he had, that had been his day job, was he had worked his way up as a, from an, being an educator while he was like doing stand up and stuff like that. Wow. He had worked his way up to the point where he was like the highest level kind of presenter there. Like he would do the emceeing for like the weekend Shamu shows oh. like he which are like big, like lights going crazy, like big sort of things, high production stuff. He was like their main guy. He was the, the last educator standing. Yes, he was the well. last educator standing. He had won. <laughs> he had won the tournament of SeaWorld Educator. And but when I had learned was he was there that day because he had gone. He had like moved to L.A. after last comic standing, you know, tried it for a little bit. He had a wife and like young kids. And I think they just felt like his wife was a teacher, that their life was a little better in San Diego. So they kind of moved back. And yeah, he was going to keep doing stand up, but he wanted to basically just get his old job back, even if part time, just because, you know, he loved it and it was great. They loved him there. Yeah. But corporate had a rule that if you leave and two years elapse, then you have to start back at step one. And all of his God. like wow. record, everything he had done didn't matter. 
He had to go back to the minimum wage job that I was also applying. Oh my for. god! Oh my god! So was, and the and the beer resets too. Right. Exactly. It didn't get to that third box. Oh no! no. Yeah, it feels like corporate and him should have just cracked uh, cracked a couple cold ones and talked and it out, out. <laughs> and at least got him up to like mid range. You know. You would think, but that was what I was witnessing was him kind of arguing and being told this bad news, and him being like, "Come on, guys, it's me. Remember me." <laughs> and them being like, "I'm sorry. This is cor- This comes from corporate." <laughs> Wow. What is your experience starts with a person you recognize Famous. and then kind of recently relevant person yes. being told they can't. You right. must have like just limited your expectations. Well, so but, as, but but through my frame and lens, I just saw a famous person wheeling and dealing mm. in the hiring office, and I, I just had no idea. And then when I went to like, uh, I got like a callback or whatever. They like liked my application. They brought me in, and you do like a little uh, audition. You like give a little uh, spiel about animals in front of like the tide pool exhibit or whatever. Mm. And then the other person doing it when I was there had just come back off of a national tour with Rockapella. And which I also (laughs) didn't fully know how to contextualize if that was like a big deal or not. I don't know. But at the time I was like, well, I'm definitely not getting this job. I mean, this is fuck. This is for the big leagues. This is like, wait, are there multiple? Have I been a fool? Is Rockapella not just four people and the same four people from Carmen San Diego? Are there a, is it Bloom Man? Are there a lot of Rockapellas? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. So So I'm not seeing the person who did the Shuwapadue on my favorite show. A show I tolerated yeah. when I was eight. Mm. Probably not. Wow. wow. So there's really multiple touring weird. units of Rockapella. Mm. That yeah. was what this person told me. It's franchises. So it's the Rockapella that like played my senior week event uh, when I was graduating college, and I was like, oh, this picnic food is terrible, and uh, Rockapella is. <laughs> Kind of sucks. I got to go pack up my house. Like I, I was just kind of like a bum. It's just like, I'm just kind of bummed out. I don't think I'll stay for the rest of Rockapella. Do you remember what Rockapella saying? Sorry to... Uh, well, I think I bailed talk. after the "Where in the World Is Carmen they Sandiego" did the song. The world? I'm pretty sure they did. What else did. are they going to do? What else well, are they going to do? Right. Yeah, that's. Yeah. My, I'm the most curious. What is a second song they perform? It's yeah. mm, a good question. Weird. Sing huh. it, Rockapella. Right, that was the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, sing it. It's a little exciting to hear yeah. in a room with microphones. Yeah. Sing you kind of brought me back to. Yeah. Oh, this was cool. in the quad during an unexpected spring heat wave. <laughs> Well, so. that look, that is a, they're more equipped than most acts to perform uh, acapella or rockapella as the like they don't need microphones necessarily. Well, sure. So, look, they were yeah. just happy to know where in the world they were that day, you know. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new office hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel and Doug is back from down under. Goodbye. Goodbye. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash officehourslive. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. (laughs) Mike Love would like Rockapella because of the acapella nature. Yeah, well, and he does because he's like the bo 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 but he does that uh, part of the harmony. So, yeah, yeah. Lord of Rose. They're a cool band to him. They're an up and coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah. when three years ago, he's like, "I'm gonna start collaborating with the big acts of today: Sugar Ray and Hanson." <laughs> it's on Mike Love's scale. Mark McGrath is on a lot of Beach Boys stuff recently. 
Yeah, he's become a he's like another a extra member, satellite member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he might. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might of join the up. Beach Boys now that are he's rock, with them a lot. He's with them like these on specials. I feel like oh. like they're the, they'll do like a July Fourth special, mm-hmm. and Mark McGrath is there with yeah. them. You have so, a lot in common with Mike Love, and that to both of you, Mark, Mark McGrath, McGrath is a big relevant. Sort of like what like John yeah. Mayer is to Grateful Dead. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think John maybe has done more dates. That, even that than... but with zero musical right. <laughs> talent or ability. <laughs> the, uh, uh, look, they have Mark there to sing, I think, Do It Again is what I've seen Mark do. Sure. So I don't know why that specific song, mm-hmm. they want him there for that. But Easy. It's easy to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm throwing Mark under the bus here. Yeah, he uh, seems like a lovely guy. When, when you were, when uh, uh, did, I think maybe you said kind of alluded to this. When they said you would be an educator, was there a 19-year-old pride in the idea of that word and what your mission was then? Absolutely. And yeah. like they give you like a little spiral-bound book and you go through a couple days of training about like basic facts about all the animals and like how to put together. Like they give you like template scripts for like the spiel that you're going to kind of do. So how it works is you walk around SeaWorld. If you go to one of the exhibits where there is an educator, which are almost always ones that also have open pools of water, mm. uh, they'll the, an educator will have a microphone. They'll usually kind of talk for like five to ten minutes and then kind of like open up for quest be like, hey, I'm here for questions if anybody wants or whatever um but i did because i had just taken i I had done a lot of marine biology stuff and i don't know if people actually wanted this but i really took pride in that i could speak for a full hour i could go i could do material without recycling that much of it Mm. for a full hour just kind of giving not only the information that SeaWorld provides, but other information that I knew from my like marine biology classes Mm, and i could really inform the public about you know, uh, pinnipeds, uh, seals and sea lions, or, or, or about the intertidal zone, or wow. uh, the manatees, or the the shark exhibit, which was one of my favorites. And then I would kind of have whole things that I would do, and I, I took a lot of pride in that. Yeah. Did this help? Did that help you get the job? Um, I think my original, like, as the call, they had like kind of like callback auditions, and mm-hmm. I did one that I that I I guess I mean probably I don't know. yeah, but I was so nervous right. because I thought that only like Hollywood, <laughs> like um, up and Comers were gonna get the job, so I was. If I got I, no credits, yeah. So I exactly. I'm even close to having an IMDb page. Like, why would they even pay attention to me? But they gave me a shot. So I remember like trembling as I was like delivering my spiel. Wow, wow. Meanwhile, you're probably like the dream. You're probably the best they have. Yeah. I've once I got in there. I mean, there were definitely some people who were very like interested, and also definitely some people who wanted to be like dolphin trainer track. But there were also people who were just like, I don't know. I thought this would be a fun job or whatever. Right. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Interesting. Okay. So. Intim- you move past the intimidation. Right. You've got a rock star spiel. How how long are you there ultimately? How long do you do this for? Yeah. Well, it was the job was just for the summer for uh, me, but it was like you pick up, you know, four or five days a week or whatever, uh, and they kind of rotate you around the park uh, mm-hmm. throughout the day. So you're usually at one exhibit for like an hour or, or two mm-hmm. at most, and then one of them would be the the Shamu kind of enclosure in between shows, and you would like talk to people, and that's where I would say the lie mm-hmm. uh, about their longevity and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so that was that's that was basically the gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, then things kind of happened <laughs> mm-hmm. that I guess I could, I could start kind of, I, I think we have sure, to, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm scared, but yes. Well, I do. I, this is like a little bit of a, like a warning. I don't know, Scott, if you told these guys a little bit about the stories, a couple of the stories I have, but I don't want to, I don't want people going into this. Not I did wait because if you, well, if you, uh, if you told them to me, 
th- that would that would have been at the Funny or Die fifteenth anniversary party where I was the drunkest I've been in years. Oh, okay, cool. So mm-hmm. I don't have I don't have them. If you, yeah, yeah. So th- so I did not have them. No, to we give don't to know Mike anything. Jason. Yeah. This worked out perfect. I'm so glad I got to. <laughs> <laughs> college level drunk oh, a little refresher <laughs> for scott and yeah. a totally new thing for me and mike you had to it's there it was their quinceanera right so <laughs> <laughs> uh funnier dies quinceanera was yes the yeah, theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. and the the hors d'oeuvres that were not present were all mexican uh food i guess but they, okay but oh. i never got any oh yeah and i don't yeah, remember yeah. those yeah. they don't invite I, me to these parties anymore <laughs> I think they invited invited. everybody who worked there. Uh, (laughs) I stole a pillow, though. That was the the nice. I wanted to steal a pillow. They were (laughs) stolen by the time I wanted to steal one. Well, and that's how they fell on hard times and were not able to keep pumping out landlord style videos as much. Because everyone's (laughs) stealing the pillows, (laughs) taking a LaCroix to drink and a LaCroix to take home. Well, they wanted me. That was part of it. That was like like getting the beer from Anheuser-Busch. Oh. <laughs> um, that that was, was it was assumed that you take as many pillows as you can. Just people taking advantage of the good, wholesome folks at private equity yet again. <laughs> Same old that story. Same old story. Uh, so there were a lot of like lore and stuff at SeaWorld, like mm-hmm. stories that you only hear if you work there. That maybe I'll tell a couple of those because sure. the things that some of the things that stick with me. Yeah. The main one of the ones that I had heard even before I worked at SeaWorld because I think it's like corroborated in like press and stuff like that is the previous before Anheuser Busch the. Pre- previous owner um, who again I kind of heard was Christian I kind of tried to verify that kind of stuff before coming here to make sure he seemed to just be the head of like a large publishing company that then tried to get company? hardcore yeah, yeah hardcore. division of hardcore mm-hmm. yeah and then they had to sell SeaWorld to Anheuser-Busch because uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's father tried to do a hostile takeover of the, the company Whoa. and in order oh. to do that oh, they I had to go this. into such massive debt that they had to sell off SeaWorld wow huh. yeah uh, if <laughs> you want to talk corporate wheelings and dealings that's the if you guys have seen the new tetris movie the bad guy in the new tetris movie is this the one in the same that ultimately oh, led to hardcourt having mr wow. maxwell what's the name do we know the robert name of maxwell the... i, think, I, robert I maxwell. think so i believe also a Mossad spy oh really uh, maybe oh, <laughs> like cool. had some Sounds shady right. wheelings and dealings well, he so. died mysteriously he like fell off a boat or what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he died very in mysteriously that, in that group of people a mysterious death yeah, you don't say it's hard to believe. <laughs> I uh, certainly hope it was the last one. So, but I think that guy, the Harcourt, the guy that worked for Harcourt, I think he's who they refer to when they say the Christian guy. But he, they, SeaWorld is known if you go, even if you fly into San Diego, you can't miss it. There's a giant revolving tower, a big blue tower with like kind of like a revolving platform on it, mm-hmm. um, distinctive on the San Diego skyline. And uh, apparently, when they opened it, they wanted to sort of like christen it with like a big sort of ceremony. And at SeaWorld, there it was one of those places where they have a lot of like peacocks roaming the grounds. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. um, the Los Angeles Botanical Garden is, is a similar place like that. If you Philadelphia guys. Zoo always had a lot of peacocks, peacocks roaming the ground. Around. Yeah, yeah. It's fun. Um, so I guess he took up some of those peacocks to the top of the tower mm. and he was going to release them. Like doves. Mm, no, that's this, so what, high. What I don't think that works. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, I, yes. Also, they definitely, even if peacocks could have flown from there, I think they clipped the wings. It, some. Uh, so the man, the rich man, he threw peacocks off the ledge of this, I don't know, 100 feet, 200, 300, 500 feet tower. And apparently they just plummeted to their death. What, what is 
What did he think was going to happen? I think that they would fly off gracefully and christen his beautiful new tower. They are birds. Birds fly. End oh of story. God. Come with me. You can throw one too. That is... What? <laughs> yeah, so that's like a famous San Diego tale. <laughs> oh my god. So how come didn't we didn't how find this didn't doing our research? Yeah, they tried to bury this one. <laughs> it wasn't this wasn't on SeaWorld.com. <laughs> no, there's not famous photos of this like Walt opening Disneyland. No. <laughs> well, I those, that's the thing. I remember kind I think if you like go like microfiche digging in like some like libraries, yeah, you can yeah. maybe find the old article. And I'd always hope that there would be some image of it. I don't know if anyone <laughs> took it, but I've never seen it. But it might have been too. It was too much of a blur. Yeah, I don't right, know what yeah, speed just, they were falling. Yeah, Mr. Fast. Sea World and blur. Probably pretty fast. Pretty fast. Yeah, <laughs> the most God. beautiful blur you've ever seen in your life. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's a very impressive blur. Oh. You oh you got my. to think if peacocks could really soar like doves around tourist destinations that are are dirty with them. You'd just be seeing soaring peacocks everywhere it'd, all the time. It'd be common iconography. Even. Yeah, like the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the place of the soaring peacock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Why don't we see this all the time? It's so peacock, It's Peacocks aren't taking the initiative to fly. He was just it, trying to give them the head start they needed. Seems like SeaWorld was not started with a bunch of animal experts around. <laughs> That's what it seems like. It was The knowledge was not Well, it was. Robust. Not to derail from what you're saying, but the, the, the backstory of it is like... It was 1964. Four <laughs> UCLA frat brothers <laughs> decided to start stick some uh, shit in some tanks or whatever. Yeah, it was like we're gonna put a we're gonna make an underwater level of our restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too complicated. All right, where's there a bunch of land we can grab? Let's. Uh, I so that that is that's the starting point. Mm -hmm. So I guess it shouldn't be so insane that now we got peacocks falling out of towers. Yeah. Oh my god. So the other legend, and this was the one that I heard when I was working there. I hadn't heard this outside of it, but it, it also involves uh, birds. Um, is that very famously the orcas? Um, seagull. You know, this is the Mission Bay, San Diego, and seagulls are everywhere or whatever. And famously, seagulls would land on the orca pool. And the orcas, being the apex predator of the ocean, mm. um, would eat them. And but the, if, I never personally got to see this, but people would say that they would see it relatively often. Where not only would they eat the seagulls, but they would kind of like play with them and toy with them, like a cat, but with a mouse before mm. finally. Um, putting them out of their misery and they would grab them by their feet. You know, you can imagine a seagull kind of like with its, it's swimming, it's swimming yeah. calm, calm on the surface, but underneath their little feet are moving quite a bit. And an orca would grab the feet and then pull it down and kind of bring it almost to the point of drowning and then pop oh it back God. up and kind of toy with it. Right. And then ultimately nice. eat it. So that is definitely something that, corroborated people would say would happen. This next part of it is something that only was kind of happened in lore. Okay. But so no lawsuits. The <laughs> Oh yeah, is that something that I, I don't know. For the first shit. time ever, yeah, I am right. worried. <laughs> Sorry. After where, where we've landed. I'll just say hard to put that on a t-shirt, you know. Hard to put they play with them before they kill them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Holograms. Holograms were very popular in the right, 90s. Yeah, yeah. It's like, look, the seagull disappears. Where does it go? So being Anheuser-Busch, there is a very patriotic streak to the orca shows. And mm. in particular, at every uh, every show, this was 2004, um, or, or sorry, 2005, they would still play 
if you guys remember that Super Bowl commercial that Anheuser-Busch did, that was kind of a retelling of a, of a real thing that happened when troops came back from Afghanistan or Iraq, where some troops came uh, came back to like a civilian airport and still had their, their uniforms on and everyone in the airport stood and applauded for Whoa. them. Whoa. That's like kind of like a, a story. It was like a news story that happened. And then for the Super Bowl in 2002 or 2003, Anheuser-Busch did an ad where they kind of recreated that. Mm -hmm. And it's a very like effective, like kind of tear jerking thing. It's just everybody seeing the soldiers just kind of like humbly getting off the plane and everybody stands. And it's like a really like lovely, like affecting patriotic moment. Mm. And then that happens. And then just Anheuser-Busch logo just comes up. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking that moment for themselves. Yes, burnishing the brand. Right, like everything right. is just to make. Yes. Yeah. So if you think of that, think of us. Yeah, yeah. Right. We 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 essentially did it. Right. Basically. Yeah. So we so came home. They would play that at every Orca show. At every Shamu show. Come on. <laughs> like they would say like, and we want to, you know, welcome to the Shamu show. And we want to thank, you know, our you know, members who are in service, you know, our service members who are here today. And they would play this commercial before every Shamu show. Oh, my God. And so they, if you don't like the show you're about to see, <laughs> right. that is like spitting in the face of the troops. Exactly. So this then that's what we that's what the orcas are here to do is they're essentially part of the military or whatever. <laughs> they're basically, yeah, yeah. Hey. They're the sea bear, seafaring arm of. You, those were the brave men who killed Pat Tillman and Chris Kyle. OK, <laughs> show them some respect for this beer commercial. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they would, and then for the later shows, they would kind of go even further at one of the, the late night, like the, or not late night, like kind of the prime time ones, they would do something where the, one of the trainers would ride Shamu around the tank and while riding Shamu plant an American flag on the back of Shamu. In no. the hole? No. Or just <laughs> it was kind of it's like implied that it's in the hole in a way. <laughs> Come on. But it could have been the hole. It's probably what every, most spectators but that's thought. What she, that's but what it's it's kind of seeming as if uh, an implied hole in okay, the all right. hole. But they're but, not just stabbing the No, well. like I mean, you know, you watch it close, they're gracefully just kind of like kneeling uh, okay. on okay. the on the orca, on Shamu, taking a fl a fluttering American flag and planting it on the back okay. of Shamu and doing a lap or two while I don't like like red, white, and blue. Like goes or whatever. It's a <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, San Diego is also a military town. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, so, sure. Yes. Top guns, right? Exactly. Up. This uh -huh. is for the top gun uh -huh. people. So, oh my god, that all again, all things that happened corroborated. Now this is the legend, which is that at one of these things, what they used to do was have a uh, an eagle, a bald eagle, a trained bald eagle soar over the tank. Uh, at like kind of the crescendo of the patriotic moment. Mm -hmm. Maybe you see where this is going. And the legend is that the eagle, the bald eagle, the glorious bald eagle flew a little too close to the tank mm -hmm. and one of the orcas leaped up and, and ate it. <laughs> <laughs> Took him into his mouth. Oh. <laughs> oh. The, the greatest moment in American History. People probably history. thought that was part of it. <laughs> Incredible. They're like, yeah, oh, okay. All right. And now the eagle is within us. <laughs> yeah. They maybe they thought like the whale would go somewhere else and then like open the mouth and the eagle Part would fly the out. And they're like, okay, it must this is a theme park. This is not real. Proud Shamu. <laughs> Chomp that bald eagle down. Suck oh, oh hang on. Oh, that's never happened. All right. Uh, uh, um I Proud to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, like 
and also it's like far enough away. I feel like you'd be like, wait, huh? like that? Did also just... everyone just kind of like leans forward, like wait, wait a minute, what was that? That artist who drew all the rainforest T-shirts and the Joe Camel ads gets an assignment, oh, yeah. gets an assignment in his mail, and he's like. Shamu eating eagle. I don't even know how <laughs> to. Shamu mid eagle. Mid eagle. I don't okay. know. Is he? Is Who's the, eagle the client to... on this one? <laughs> should, should they look like they're in pain, or should it look like it's a it's a death they couldn't even feel? But everyone's meaning to do this. Should it look like everything? Everyone's oh meaning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the true disappointment has to be that they couldn't make it happen every yeah, show. Every time. <laughs> they only had so many eagles. How yeah. uh, bald eagles are expensive. Uh, maybe you look. <laughs> Seagulls are dime a dozen, That's, but <laughs> the people in charge of SeaWorld, it seems like uh, morally they'd be like, you know what? That was bad, but kind of cool. Maybe we do it every time. <laughs> Maybe. The They'd ran a feasibility study right. of how can we make this happen. Like, That's every... a better finish mm-hmm. for the show. Yeah. Everybody would want to see that. Yeah. I want mm-hmm. to. Don't you, don't you wish you were there? Sure, yeah. Really and hey, do. extra cases all around. We're celebrating. <laughs> way, this boy. is lightning in a bottle, folks. The whale eats the bird. <laughs> oh so they did also, I keep forgetting to mention, they did have a Clydesdale beer, beer garden. They had Clydesdales in SeaWorld at the time. Oh, I remember that in That's theme right. parks. Yeah, in the, yeah the Clydesdale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. they didn't station us at the Clydesdales to give Clydesdale Mm -hmm. facts but uh, so did did they ever eat any the horses (laughs) the massive beasts oh just kids just guests (laughs) did they ever send a horse off a giant diving board at SeaWorld oh like like... in the Perry Mason like they were just talking about Perry Mason Uh, I don't know it feels like in the early days they must have done it I didn't see anything because that was like a common old thing that they used to do yeah but it feels like yeah SeaWorld opening year They've tried stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we just there. Nobody was documenting it, so right. you didn't know what happened. Uh, I the only way to make it cooler is if they if they could launch if if a Clydesdale could jump off a ramp, it itself eat a bald eagle, oh, and then yeah, Shamu eats, eats the full it. Clydesdale. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That's, that's that like, would have been the thing to, to strive yeah. for. I mean, that's uh, basically the <laughs> the second. Uh, Meg, Meg Two trailer <laughs> is oh, really? a dinosaur eats another dinosaur and then gets eaten by a Meg. <laughs> wow, wow! I do you think SeaWorld has looked into trying to breed Megs? Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Orca's <laughs> off the table, but Nobody... get the Megs going. There's like, no regulations on that. These movies are fish. real big. <laughs> there has to be like B.D. Wong's character from Jurassic World. In SeaWorld, as far as like a geneticist who's trying to figure things out. And like maybe if you can, maybe to get around all the moral issues, you just breed uh, whales that don't feel anything. Right. They don't feel emotions. They don't have like pain receptors. Mm -hmm. And then that's the way you get around it. That makes a lot of sense. Isn't that what Deep Blue Sea was? Didn't they? They were trying to make smarter sharks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could make the sharks Uh, do tricks. Right, right. (laughs) And so the sharks could show up, could like uh, pop up at specifically very shocking time yes exactly like yeah. these sharks are so smart they can interrupt a monologue they can of somebody who thinks they're monologue. gonna survive yeah. Who, whoever's doing this genetic stuff is probably working on two projects one for the military one for theme parks yeah same well, but, the, but it's basically the same concept that's of one like, for you one for them right you know? we control them <laughs> one of them kills one of them puts on a fun little show <laughs> that is that is most of i think uh the jurassic park movies and also 
most of Michael <laughs> Crichton's bibliography. Yeah, it's true. Is that is like, very true. Uh, yeah, one for the military, one for little treats. Why we have one one shark can like uh, uh, turn into have human legs spring out and run on land and uh, eat a bunch of people, and then another shark can sing rockapella, can <laughs> yeah. sing in a perfect harmony with other sharks. <laughs> They're working on mold a lot of things. I bet. Yeah, I know. would certainly prefer the tour the touring iteration of rockapella that has a singing shark in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think I'd ever go see the all human again. Maybe yeah. Maybe you made. would just want one shark on the rockapella team yeah. too, and all humans, and then a shark pops up. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> Chomp it, Rockapella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do they wear straw hats, Rockapella, or am I? Are they too cool? The for shark that? does. Yeah. The, sh- the, the shark. shark oh, does. the shark does. Yeah. He'll wear okay. whatever. If you breed him right, he'll wear whatever you want. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. And you teach the shark to like burp out the big red fedora. Mm. Oh, like, it's that's like, good. At the end of the show, right onto the head of the one who's where's my hat? And folks, don't worry. We don't have to worry about Carmen San Diego anymore. <laughs> Chompy got her. She's dead. <laughs> she. Did. Oh, it's yeah. her fedora. I see. Oh, okay. Or it could be the pesky Rockapella guy. Yeah, the one trying to unionize the Rockapella gang. Yeah. Chompy got to. Yeah, yeah. The shark like... on Rockapella is a union buster. Yeah. That, yeah it's a it's a big old right yeah. to management and get rid of the one who's causing trouble and trying to unionize Rockapella. Yeah, they sent the shark to that uh, Magic the Gathering YouTuber, the one who would like got. Did you hear about this? No, oh, no. Oh, this. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, a YouTuber was like reviewing a new deck of magic the gathering stuff uh-huh. and uh wizards of the coast sent security to go like how did you get a hold of that wasn't released yet oh and they sent the pinkertons Re- which, this is like re- very recently in the last month wow yeah jeez there's a like did nintendo somebody like took like stole some software and like nintendo is making them like bowser pay all of their money. <laughs> I think his name was like Bowser. Doug Bowser is the man now in charge. Oh, took right. Over that's for Reggie, right. But I, I think believe. the guy also had a weird name. There's a guy named Doug Bowser? Who works at Nintendo now. His really? name is Doug Bowser. <laughs> yes, yes. But, uh, but Nintendo's like wow. making people pay. There's somebody did something that's against the rules and like they're like making this person pay yeah, the rest of their like salary to Nintendo yeah. for the rest like 10 years garnish, or the rest of their life or something. Garnish his wages for the rest of his living. But he has to still work there. No, he doesn't work in Nintendo, I don't think. No, he just oh, wrong, he just wronged oh, them so oh, okay, severely okay. that he owes them for life. Yeah, and I th- I don't know if they like modded the I don't remember it. It didn't seem like a big deal to me. No. <laughs> Whatever yeah. it was. These are games we're talking about. We're talking about children's games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Need to ruin a life. Wow. Um my god. Wow. Um, this is what a so, what a place. So now so I, I if you guys are up for it, I can now take you <laughs> to the deepest depths of my experience. Oh no, yes. we're not there yet. May, oh my god. May country. Right. us from in the shark cage. Dive, so we're, dive. we're getting used to the the atmosphere <laughs> pressure down here all right now you can all the way yeah. to the floor zero okay so max uh max gislaine uh uh, uh mr so there's, a, there's a little no, robert gislaine uh had a beef with his neighbor um there's secret there's secret maxwells who live under yeah. the sea they're yeah. too grotesque sea- to live up with us sea world little saint james opened <laughs> oh, the little black book the little black and white book of orcas that will <laughs> Uh, so, okay. So here's a, a story of what happened to me personally. Um, which, so I think that that is like legally okay. Right. If I say that, that like, I sure. I experienced this, so I can't be sued for it. Um, so there's a lot of weird stuff that happens at, uh, you know, an oceanarium. 
uh, within with the animals themselves. And I bet this similar stuff happens at zoos and, and any place where you keep animals in captivity. And, and, you know, I'm not a big animal liberation guy by any means. I like an aquarium. I like a, a zoo. I like all those things. But you do have to admit that probably some of the higher order mammals, they're not having the best time. Sure. Seems like it. Yeah. And um, so one common thing that happens is that the animals are all they get horny. They get horny for each other. Uh, and so you kind of you still see this um, very often. I would see it at the one of the dolphin exhibits, um, the Commerson's dolphins, which are kind of like black and white spotted, similar to, to orcas, but they're smaller. They're cool. Uh, this was near the journey to Atlantis ride. Uh, we haven't even talked about the rides at SeaWorld. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> That's okay. Who needs them? I'm, I'm <laughs> deleting all of this from no, the notes. We can get that. This is all. This is, we're but, doing this. <laughs> so, uh, but you would often see them pop little erections uh, and chase each other around. And it kind of felt like a little bit like, you know, those old timey, old timey movies where a lecherous man would, you know, mm-hmm. just chase the secretary around the. Right. The, Real the, Benny Hill. Yeah. Like a Benny Hill yeah. kind of thing. It felt that way a little bit. And, you know, who knows that the, I, it, they said that they, liked it or something i don't know or whatever they're doing what you got to do seems like a bit of an oversimplification sure maybe (laughs) who knows but animals are being animals sure this place hasn't lied yet right (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so uh so the thing that i i witnessed happened at the manatee exhibit so the manatee exhibit was manatee rescue and it was an exhibit where they had four manatees all of which had been rescued from the waters of florida all of them had scars from boats from being hit by boats um and all like one of them was in, in particular what had mostly lost its tail uh it was kind of the runt of the four and so the so the exhibit uh the the Manatees, because there are so many being rescued, again, this is all what they told us, so I don't know if it's true. Uh, The manatees were who were being rescued outnumbered the number that they could hold in captivity. So they had a breeding hold on all manatees in captivity. So to facilitate that, they would just have single sex um, habitats. Mm -hmm. So all four of these manatees were male. Uh, And I sort of noticed during the summer, there's like late nights at SeaWorld. And um, kind of later on, there would be fewer people and the animals would start acting a little bit stranger. Um, And so one strange thing I witnessed one night, for example, was manatees famously uh, or famously (laughs) something interesting Mm. about manatees is they're actually most closely related to elephants than any other than any marine animal. Mm. If you kind of do like an X-ray of their flippers, you can kind of see like an elephant kind of foot type of thing. If you squished it down, if it adapted by squishing its, its fin, its elephant foot down, they also are the only marine mammals that are strict that are vegetarian they only eat plants Mm -hmm. and so at SeaWorld, they would just feed them like huge heads of lettuce they would just (laughs) throw big heads of lettuce in and that's what they would eat yeah at epcot too i've witnessed oh really they have a couple of rescued manatees that are they're not in great shape little joe yeah little joe yeah oh Um, you know them i know little joe yeah you know and and so (laughs) yeah they we've seen him celebrity they they have them on stage and all on stage quote unquote but it's just tanks they don't make them do do anything but they're always throwing them stalks of lettuce yeah totally. lettuce. so if you get there during feeding time they're just going hog wild on these yeah. lettuce so one night i went this is one of those like disturbing images that like i have in my mind um the i came in no one was really there a few people but all of the manatees were together they were all floating down to the bottom of the tank chewing 
sand. And that's another thing about manatees is they chew. They're the only marine mammal that chews. It's mm-hmm. like they have a bunch of mm-hmm. molars and they like they chew. So they were going down to the bottom of the tank, getting heaping mouthfuls of sand and chewing it as they rose to the top and then vomiting just bright green. Just like the 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 water was like flooded with bright green, uh-huh. which I assumed was algae. lettuce being yeah, or algae or something being regurgitated, but they were all doing it, which was very which is odd. So that that was one that was a manatee evening. Um and then now what I'll tell you is another manatee evening. <laughs> so I, I went one night to my manatee exhibit. Are, and, are you alone? This is I feel I like was, it's just you and Yeah, this I'll feels like scene. yeah, you're the only person in the park. So it felt that way. I would, you know, I was 19 and if you're like bored, we didn't have you know, we had cell phones but we didn't have like smartphones or anything like that. So the thing I would do to kind of occupy myself is I would have like little olympics at every exhibit where like, oh, I'm going to try to like jump and hit this beam and have like a little long jump at like the shark exhibit where like a bridge was like this long and try to like jump at the whole bridge and I would do that kind of, you know, whatever, just to occupy myself as like a, a, a teen boy. Uh, so I was doing my uh, manatee exhibit Olympics of like a high jump of trying to hit the beams. And I... Sh- hey there, Scott here. Um, at this point in the conversation, Matt's story took a somewhat uncomfortable turn. And we at Podcast The Ride made an executive decision to censor the story in our tried and true method pioneered a few years ago by Evan Susser. And I... Sh- started to notice that one of the the larger the largest manatee uh got the moves like birds you get the moves like birds tail and the thing about manatees is their so the big manatee was very slowly and it was very clear to me i mean seemed to me any you know cognizant you know living person or or thing would know that the two other manatees on the other side started and then they each wow, uncue. And I am supposed to like, and I was just dumbstruck. Just, this is crazy. This was, this is, I'm not, this is going to stick with me for the rest of this day. Mm-hmm. But as a 19 year old, I may not have been able to get out of bed. For I, two yeah, days. that might be a God has abandoned us sort of moment. <laughs> yeah, I may have uh, just announced. At least the David Cronen- Cronenberg, either the David or the Son <laughs> kind of moment. Yeah. This is what the world is capable of. Yeah. I mean, in a way, this is why I needed to come here to bear witness to this. Sure. Finally release it. You've been carrying this around <laughs> for a long around. time. <laughs> also, SeaWorld is canceled now right. officially. I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, oh. why, you know, that's, that's what I wanted to see once you heard yeah. my testimony. What do you believe now? You certainly. <laughs> Kicked it over the like a like a uh, you know a, a whale or a seal nudging a ball into I a tank. It is you have nudged it fully into the canceled tank. I cancel the whole ocean after I hear this. <laughs> well, but so let me say a few things. Okay, Just sure. Because go ahead. Like not you know unlike an orca, perhaps it's not all black and white. Okay. Mm. SeaWorld does have an extensive sea lion and seal rescue program in San Diego. At every beach where you see seals and sea lions, there's a phone number that you call if you see one in distress. And as far as I know, this is a reputable and good program where if you see a sea lion with like plastic bag choked around Mm -hmm. itself or something like that, they have people on call all the time who will come and help seals and sea lions. Sure. Uh, They also have some sort of research institute there. They do do they do function as, you know, an education sort of institution in the way that a zoo does. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the Institute and the rescue people are happy to be following 
that story. <laughs> I just, I just don't, you know, I don't want. All right, now you guys are I, in. I, I, you know, as I'm here, you know, canceling SeaWorld or recanceling SeaWorld or, or th- I just, to me, it's a, it's there's, it's complicated feelings because also this was sure. a, an important, you know, this is a seminal time in my life. This is when I was 19. You know? Yes, mm-hmm. well, you're also human with a sense of morality yeah. that animals that, that not operating at that uh, level of brain power, they don't have any. No. necessarily sense of right and wrong Absolutely. you know right but the question is would that behavior happen in the wild or right or are they right. driven yeah, insane yeah. by being in the tanks next to the dip dots right you know right. <laughs> hearing the same music over and over and over hearing the same idiots yammering on a microphone <laughs> through their like garbled water mm-hmm. yeah they murmur to each other. This guy thinks he's so out because he's got an hour of material. Why won't this one shut the fuck up? Usually they give us at least some silence. I like that guy who just points to the pictures. Dad man had an hour of stand-up. You had an hour of facts about marine biology. Yeah. This is kind of a big question I had with SeaWorld in the last decade or so. He's just, I was always like, Man, they are really building a lot of roller coasters. They are really leaning into the roller well, coasters, and yeah. certainly well. the the backlash from Blackfish uh, would explain that. But also, I was like, oh yeah, I guess it's occurring to me now. Like, yeah, there's probably other weird stuff behind the scenes where um, you you mentioned they were sold to Anheuser Busch in 1989. And then in 2009, they got sold to Blackstone, the investment and private equity group, which at one point in time owned 50% of Universal Orlando. Wow. And Universal Orlando bought that out for just over a billion dollars in 2011. Okay, so they okay. fully owned it uh, outright. Blackstone- so we can continue to like them. Yeah. Unlike the, uh, was it, the, isn't, isn't the Great Wolf Lodge in this Great family? Wolf Lodge has some up. stuff uh, with Blackstone, because that came up a lot. And then, uh, let's see, other one, Merlin Entertainment, who does the Lego Lands and okay. the, um, a lot of parks in Europe, no, uh, they're under Blackstone. Blackstone. Merlin Blackstone. Entertainment, by the way, much better name for a company that owns theme parks versus Blackstone. Blackstone, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Blackstone. Merlin, and look at Merlin. He's a wiz- kooky wizard man, right? Blackstone. They're trying to, well, SeaWorld is trying to escape the shadow of Blackfish, so that's right. why they've partnered with Blackstone. <laughs> Blackstone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Blackstone, by the way, so one of the worst Wikipedia criticism sidebars I've ever seen, it just says, illegal child labor, T Forestation of the Amazon rainforest, United Nations condemnation of the Invitation Homes project and lobbying efforts. So, wow. uh, uh, that just the bad vi- the vibes on that. So it's like, okay, that's who owns SeaWorld now. But even they were like, all right, you gotta, we're gonna lean more into the roller coasters and the little shows. Mm-hmm. So, and that, so the other thing is, I'm a big roller coaster junkie. I love roller yeah. coasters. And so yeah. the fact that there's actually a bunch of sick ass roller coasters in my hometown <laughs> sure. also makes me want to go back. I don't know if you had yeah. a chance to hit any of the rides or anything when you I did. Well, yes. So I'm recently. there uh, again, and I'm there before I heard any of what you just said. Again, now we have to do all, we, we did distancing before. I'm gonna do distancing it's important. now. Everyone here, make sure you distance. Yeah. Uh, um, but even, regardless of any of that, I, we did kind of hate it. Uh, I think I was on record. I did like a Patreon trip report. The Sesame Street dance party was nice. And then from that point on, so hot, no shade. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel like see it. Didn't see shows. Coasters don't work for kiddo. Mm-hmm. Crazy lines for everything. Crazy crap. Realized quickly, 
Oh, his favorite attraction today has been the uh, the uh, sh- hangers for the shirts in the gift store. <laughs> well, we have those at home. Uh, and then, like, I mean, really where I hit the wall, uh, um, hey, the animal stuff, whatever, but the bad food, that's where I draw mm. the line. I, it would, I, I have, I've had this at different theme parks over the years where, like, if, if it's uh, getting into the dinner hour and especially like the the uh, the heat you're feeling of having to feed the kid and you realize, oh, all the food here is shit and it's 45 minutes to get the shit. Mm. And wait, if we leave right now, wait, the, the only food he eats is chicken tenders. So we could go to a Ralph's and get better, <laughs> cheaper chicken tenders mm. and not be in SeaWorld anymore. Mm. So that was the choice we made. I gave some consideration to like, maybe I'll catch a lift and meet you guys. I'll go look at Journey to Atlantis because mm. that, that seems kind of cool. The longest line, and there was so much COVID around at that mm. point. Like, do mm. I want to get COVID or just like weird, you know, uh, uh, water poisoning somehow yeah. from all the wet people in this line? So, <laughs> just all like, nope, out, out, tapping out, done. So that is my that that was my little trip report. Not not dying to go back necessarily. Yeah. So coasters, I can't speak to were, were any of those there when you only journey to Atlantis and okay. the uh, raft ride. Okay, okay. We're there. The uh, Rapids are on. What's that? The Rapids ride? Yeah, the Rapids yeah. ride. Yeah. Um, Journey to Atlantis, I watched a couple ride throughs. It's very interesting because it has a big log flume drop mm-hmm. and then a, a long setup for a short roller coaster, Jackson, and then really another log flume drop. But it's not a shoot the shoot. It's listed as a water coaster. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those kinds, those melded rides are interesting. I think there's one of those at Lote World we just talked about. I like the idea of the the melding of water ride and coaster, but it seems like they don't always pan out the best. Like this one, see, I don't know. I watched a ride through. Like, is it good? Did you do it? Is it? Is it? Good? I don't. I. It's funny. I was like, I swear that it was there because I remember the dolphins, which are in the Atlantis area, and I know I would have done the ride, but I didn't really have any sense memory of having done it. Mm-hmm. Which, but I'm pretty sure it was open at the time, and I, so I must have gone on it. But I have no sense memory of it, mm. which indicates yeah. to me that it was forgettable <laughs> or that I didn't register. happen to go on it. But I remember, I mean, I definitely went on the raft ride a bunch. Yeah, sure. sure. Forever. Those are, that, that was that. Those are solid. Yeah, usually it's hard great. to get those. And they'd have know? that. I mean, this is also like I was there at the transition. Like it was crazy that they had a roller coaster at all. Like that seemed really strange to us Yeah, because that just wasn't what see. It was like having a roller coaster at the zoo. Like literally it would have been like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's and strange, so yeah. but but I kind of in doing some research and watching some videos and stuff, it seems like the coasters are pretty solid. I, I don't know. It I seems like so. they've really been going into them yeah yeah there uh. was just a, f- a couple days ago as we we're recording this there was a media day for a new coaster at SeaWorld in orlando like oh. a stand-up surfing themed coaster hmm. so like they're pumping them out and there's arctic rescue which is like um oh uh, a snow uh what's a snowmobile themed kind of roller coaster is opening soon out here oh okay they had an arctic they had the Arctic Rescue before. I thought that's what it was called, but it was a um, kind of like a Star Tours kind of thing. What, what do you call those ones? Like a simulator? Yeah, simulator yeah. ride yeah. where you simulated going down into the Arctic and oh, going okay. to an Arctic station. It was kind of cool because it was you would go, you would line up, you would go into like a helicopter or something. 
Mm. and have like a bumpy ride and you would see the polar bears and stuff and then you would land and then you would be at arctic station and then that was where all the animals were so you had to do the ride to go oh, it was see like a pre-show them. to a full, yeah, sure. yeah to a full and to a full exhibit to yeah. like polar bears and penguins and beluga whales but wait do they have this now but they aren't running the simulator or did i just go Maybe. into it in a way where i didn't do the I, simulator? I, I know it was possible to do it without the simulator but you had to like plead like disability or something like that was it maybe covid protocol but it's like everybody in a room at that point potentially yeah Yeah. it's also possible the ride just doesn't work anymore and they didn't fix it well that's what happened at the you know there was this mars restaurant in new york of course mars 2120 yeah we did a whole uh show about it in the uh (laughs) we sure did yes with an audience and uh (laughs) people seem to be very fond of it but but that was there was a simulator that got you to Mars oh. until the simulator broke and their solution. Yeah, was, that was no like more cl- simulator. That was like a, the classic bit on like UCB Herald night was like that. We're going to go to Mars, the d- get dinner mm-hmm. there as a Herald team or whatever. Oh, but oh. my team's net. We never, I, we always like, yeah, eh, we don't really want to do that. But I have <laughs> no idea uh, what I just to take a wild stab. I bet that place was way too expensive <laughs> for sure. for the bit. I bet, oh, yeah, yeah. I bet your, your team ends up racking up yeah. like this joke cost us a lot of money. four times what a good meal would cost mm-hmm. sure that's true just to, just a <laughs> guess uh <laughs> it is funny because like the building of the like you know they're is the sesame street fully built now because you were there before it was f- they fully opened like their whole sesame street i believe now, oh, you mean, well, there is now a full other, they also own, it used to be a water park called Aquatica, mm-hmm. now that has become Sesame, Sesame Place. Place. The second Sesame Place. And that's right. open, and I remember thinking, that seems like a short timeline to convert, a what whatever it was, to convert a water park into Sesame Street. And I talked to somebody who went, and they said, it seems like they maybe didn't have a lot of time to... <laughs> All right, yes, confirmed. My okay. Pick. I heard one not good review, but I don't know, maybe people in, in the audience have been. But now, because they think, now they think it's redundant to have a little Sesame Street in SeaWorld and that whole other park, mm. so they're converting the little Sesame Street. So the only thing I went for will soon be gone. Okay. They're just going to paint over all the rides, and they're calling it Rescue Junior. <laughs> Which is what? not a good name no. to me. No. I don't think you, uh, uh, it, verbs shouldn't get Junior. Is Junior it. being rescued? Like it's an action? Like we have to rescue Junior? No, because it is has it... like a periods, JR periods. Oh, so so it, like... is, it is like, it's a Junior version of, of rescuing. Rescue. Kids doing the rescuing. It's, but I don't, but isn't rescue kind of a, that's a, a concept? That's like, it's a democracy junior. Right. Mm-hmm. But that, but that suggests kids doing democracy. Mm-hmm. Which they should <laughs> be allowed to do. Yes, they should. I've been, yeah, well, I've advocated for six-year-olds to be able to vote. Yeah. To do, yeah, democracy junior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they've recycled a lot of terms at SeaWorld. Did you guys come across the, um, the submarine quest ride? Yes. The, yeah. there's a great defunct land about this where it was like new management took over they were really pumping up this big new area and they were going to put in this ride called Submarine Quest. And you and this is post this is a CEO who has the impossible task of we have to get change everybody's notion of SeaWorld. Yes. It's so dark there's been this documentary. What do we do? This area is going to do wait till you see it's, prepare to be dazzled. And it's like the opposite of like we we just talked to Rachel Bloom about like uh different vintage knot stuff and like when knots kind of double down the whole Cedar Fair organization of like we got to get some new dark rides in there mm. we got to start competing with Disney and Universal we got to get some rides like that SeaWorld's 
seemingly uh, less successful. Mm-hmm. It it was a submarine ride that uh, was above everything, like the people mover is, and um, it was supposed to be very dark. <laughs> But it was always sunlight uh, when it was used daylight. And it's just there's coral above everything, and there's a bad touch screen in the ride. And the most you annoying- You can't see because can't it's bright it. all for, the, for 80% of the ride. That. There's one or two rooms where it's like you're in, you're underwater. It, it works a little better, but mostly it's just a very shrill robot screaming at you. <laughs> and then, well, and then that culminates in, again, all right, so submarine quest, get ready to go below this is the word is submarine they give you literally the opposite you go above <laughs> you go the air and it is dry yes yeah you were in the air <laughs> whatever the proper term for that would be and then the finale is this one room that where there is you encounter a big digital octopus in a place where you could see a real octopus yeah it's oh look a digital and like oh you mean so but like on a big old screen well spread out over Six screens, like the one in this room. Uh, it's spread, you know, like if we put a bunch of those together, that's as good as uh, yeah. one big screen, right? And then you see it briefly, and then the robot screams at you, and you leave, and then a jet of water shoots at one person out of the six in the car. <laughs> just like one, you just get hit by a hose blast. <laughs> Only the person in the the front right. Because there's footage. It wasn't even randomized. Like, <laughs> it's whoever, well, they, they pick whoever in the car seems the most annoying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's most like the robot on the screen, you know? <laughs> and this is still in operation? No, this... this closed down in like 2018. It's it been seven months. It closed After very like, quickly. So much, but yeah, this is really rare. That You know, maybe the most notorious Disney flops are gone really fast, but even those are exceedingly rare. This for something to only make it seven months after, when it's been pegged as like this is what's this is say goodbye documentary. We got a plan, and then they're putting out videos, which Kevin puts in so many of those. Like the the team that's so excited, and here's the vehicle. Wow, we can't wait to have you, and then all this build up, and then it's gone in seven. It's months. gone. I, this was a video the the the. The video about it, the defunct land about it, was one that I was like hitting the 10 seconds back a lot. I was like, no, that can't be right. That absolutely can't be right. Well, because they're also open these giant blockbuster, well received roller coasters. They also, um, the the ride submarine quest is in a not a land but a realm. It's in their oh, new yeah. realm. It's SeaWorld's <laughs> new, new realm, realm <laughs> Ocean Explorer. You know, so the way Disneyland has Fantasy Land and Tomorrowland, here their right. realm is called Ocean Explorer. So a lot of people, there's even like, there was some press thing where somebody works for the company, like, so tell us about your new ride, Ocean Explorer. And the guys to go, well, our new realm, Ocean Explorer, <laughs> is opening with a ride submarine quest. But, but how... Ocean Explorer sounds like the name of a ride. And what they opened could have been called Ocean Explorer. Absolutely. So that yes. does not yeah. negate what it was as opposed to Submarine Quest, which right. is the opposite of what it is. Realm is a yeah. fantastical sounding word as well. Realm. One of the cool, imagine a yeah. re- if you, act- you could actually access yeah. a realm. Yeah, Merlin knows about realms. Yeah. But like practical, real animals. Yeah, coin of the realm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting, and yet a re- in this case, a realm is just where you like. Uh, it's just a realistic. It's got yeah. a swing ride. That's what's in the uh-huh. realm. The swing ride appeared to be the best received <laughs> in the <laughs> realm, better than the marquee attraction. Yeah, you know. So they took down 
almost immediately, and then that CEO quit. I just this was the plan. What happened? I don't understand. I am baffled by. It seems like they had ample junctions to fix that, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Really. Just L after L. Like they could have enclosed. That was the other thing. These so-called submarines open on the really open on each side of the vehicle, mm-hmm. and like they easily could have like closed them off and put a screen or done something to save it. But I, I think it was just beyond saving they were all flailing point. i mean it feels karmic right it feels like this was like a karmic time for them where yeah. everything that they'd been doing came back at them blackfish came out and oh kind of a reckoning and their their PR response to black was terrible like mm-hmm. they kept saying oh it's propaganda it's propaganda it's, propaganda. <laughs> it's like propaganda for what and then <laughs> there was like a thing where <laughs> there was like an open survey and then they're like well um out of nearly 400 responses uh, most people said they they didn't think it was a problem. They didn't think it was bad. And then they tracked like nearly 200 of those responses to a SeaWorld IP address, <laughs> which they then, they then doubled down on. It's like, well, that was employees coming up and using this computer to uh, express well, the computer their was there. pleasure. And that was the extent. They just like kept was like the a... worst crisis PR we you've t- ever seen. 200 like, educators indicated they thought everything was fine. Yeah. Interesting. I, then what's your dog? Another educator. Seems random <laughs> to me. And these people had, everybody could fill this form out freely. There was not a shark hovering above the computer <laughs> ready to be unleashed uh-huh. if yeah. what they filled out was not someone's like it. So I'm trying to remember the what it most was. positive stuff they have had have been the big roller coasters. And then at some seasonal events, they go like, okay, we're bringing back the two seven ounce pure. Bo- beer pours for guests we're bringing back the free beer <laughs> yeah and people like that people love that people like i think uh bush Gardens started doing that too sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. just giving people free beer just it, that was a thing they're like that we by popular demand we brought back the free beer well, yeah. that's, if i had found an easier way to get beer without standing in a giant line maybe i would have stuck it out maybe i wouldn't have uh complained about it on this yeah, in a previous episode you needed to be loaded yeah yeah that was, that was your sake right there <laughs> yeah you yeah. would you would think like because every every time you mix theme park and animal never good <sighs> there's all yeah. every almost everyone there's famously at least some stories about it. something bad happening at the very least at the start of the uh, endeavor but this obviously this one specifically continued for a long time and I don't know. I'm I'm too. I don't know what's going. I can't tell you if the people, the people, the animals in the tank are happy in the zoo. I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know if Animal Kingdom animals are happy. Mm. You know what I mean? They're all mixed together in a way that is uh, ungodly. Essentially, they're yeah. they're together, but so like seemingly it's okay right now. But I would think the Sea World people would like once uh, Blackfish was introduced, they were just like they all sat down. They're like, well, we had a good run. Let them go. We know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's turn the key. We have all the rides ready to go. Time to close up <laughs> close up the, the fish shop. It feels like they are, though. They're phasing yeah, to being just like a, happened, a roller coaster ride yeah. park, I guess. But yeah. I, again, you know, the people who love those those animals the most are the trainers. You know, they have sure well, that was yeah. who I was working with were people who, you know, it was their childhood dream to become yeah. a dolphin trainer. 
they love the Dolphins. They just right. wanted to know everything about them. They wanted to work with them. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that's kind of an incredible. Honestly, then like they were gods, you know, because they weren't. There wasn't this Paul. There wasn't this like sense that maybe what you were doing was wrong. Instead, just to be a Dolphin trainer. I mean, you just you would look at like kids like watching the trainers when they would come yeah. out and stuff after a show. The kids would like swamp them for autographs and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. I, and yet you didn't go you didn't ultimately take the next step. Your journey stopped at educator or it did. at uh, yeah yeah. I so this is a story that I when I was thinking about coming here this it was a kind of, this is not as big as the things that I had said before but for me I I re-looked at an event that happened in a new light. Uh and it was you know those moments in your life where you're like, "Oh, I wish I had done this differently like damn it had i just done that thing everything would be different i had one of those at sea world wow. where there was a uh, one of my bosses uh she was a little older you know i was 19 i was a single man and i, I had a i had a strong crush on this uh on this educator manager uh she i was a from a, a socal boy and she was from i believe buffalo <laughs> She had like a raspy buffalo voice that I found like I, I just loved. I couldn't couldn't get enough of it. Sure. And I was always so I was, anyways, I was always like, oh, if only maybe I could ask her out. I don't know. She's older than me. Who knows? But one day she was like tasked with shadowing me at my position and to, to and to write up a report on my spiel on my whole thing. And I'm like, hell yeah, like it's her. <laughs> it's me. I can do this. I'm going to show her my hour. I'm going to crush this. Like everything's going to I'm going to get bumped up, promoted to become one of like the big educators and maybe I'll get a date out of this whole thing. But then they (laughs) scheduled me at the one exhibit that I like never went to because of like a quirk of the scheduling. I had never developed um, like an hour or whatever for the pinnipets, for the seals and sea lions. And that's where they stuck me for this. And I kind of like stammered and didn't do a good job. And I did my best. And she afterwards, she was like, hey, you know, you're okay, you know, and she didn't know that. I didn't say like this is my first time here or my second time at this but I didn't say anything just kind of gave me a B and kind of was that was that and I'd always been like that was it I could have gotten the girl I could have gotten the job I mean now (laughs) old now in my life looking back like that was not a turn that I wanted my life to go down at all (laughs) in any way I love my I have a beautiful wife and kid and I love my life now there's no reason I needed to go with that woman I certainly didn't (laughs) want to work start going down the path of you know dropping out of college because I, I could be going on the trainer track or something oh, for wow. for dolphins. Like I don't, I didn't want that. So but that I you never could be a person taking peacocks up into a tower to drop them. The well, it's going to work this time. I, I've, I've, I've got it's it. gonna, I'm the whisperer. It sounds I'm like it. you're trying to convince yourself right here <laughs> that that wasn't the right decision. That's yeah, all I'm no, saying. Maybe it's I, fine now. Maybe I'm still. You don't know, really. <laughs> do, your, <laughs> do your penthouse forum. I never thought it would happen to me. I fucked up my pinniped presentation. <laughs> And lost the girl. Yeah. <laughs> How much older was she than you? Well, maybe two years. But, oh, back, okay. but then when you're 19, that's that's everything. That's, sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 No, I could have. It could have been 15 or it could have been one in <laughs> yeah, my head. Probably. Maybe she was like six months older. Than <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, why? Well, she's woman, a sophomore yeah. rising junior. Like, there's no way. 
Yeah. You imagine seniors old... in college, when I was an underclassman, I was like, oh man, they they got it figured out. They're yeah. real artists. Oh, They're yeah. real adults. <laughs> yes. They're making real work. They're making real work. Yeah. yeah. And then we became seniors. And it's like, I it's this terrifying. <laughs> I don't want to leave this this lovely uh, crib, this <laughs> liberal arts crib. I don't want to go out into the Goo real world. Gaga. Goo Goo Gaga. Gaga. <laughs> the bar has the buy a, buy a pitcher of beer, get a token for another pitcher of beer deal. It's unclear how they make any money. <laughs> no sense. On the no, mozzarella that doesn't out in the world. Did they have mozzarella happen. sticks? Uh, so I don't think they had a kitchen, but the really? place a couple doors down there. <laughs> wow, okay. You could bring so you stuff over. I, think the, the, so I believe it was a bring bring your Jimmy John's over to that bar. Oh, wow. so, Maybe they had to know. deal with Jimmy John people. Jason, yeah. this was your peak. I know. <laughs> this was my dear friend house for I fucked Jason, up the sandwich bar. You should have stayed in the crib. I should have stayed in the Ethica crib. Yeah. You should have married a sandwich. <laughs> The I van, know. The Van Wilder. Married sandwich. Jason showed a Van Wilder where he's still at school, married to a sandwich. Bought a lot more sandals and vet, like fleece vests. You know, I could add it all. I think there's still time. Yeah. You go back. You oh. keep getting older, but the sandwich, it stays the same age. Yeah, like- <laughs> sandwich with a wig on. <laughs> Jason's bride. <laughs> the lipstick I put on yeah. it only grows like, more beautiful. Just have to replace vibrant. the bread. You just replace the bread yeah. and the meat at different times, so there's continuity right. with the other old sandwich. It's like oh, the boat or whatever. Sure. The yeah, boat, the, the boat of the sandwich of Theseus. Yeah, is it still yes. the same sandwich from yeah. before? And exactly. Now they've replaced all the components. It's like our cells. Mm. You know, yeah. Yeah. we replace them over mm-hmm. the years, and always the same dress too, which comes in handy as a as a wrapper as well. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry you didn't get your. I mean, like, because now I'm picturing like that you that the the wet that the I do happens, but with both of you lifting out of the water, oh, you're both on Shamu. On Shamu. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he chomps, my and then beautiful he chomps. Wife. Yeah, he puts five feet up and then chomps the you. The plan. They murder the orcas. They murder. <laughs> then you're like the rest of your life. Sometimes you wonder. This is juncture points in your life. And sometimes I wonder. How would my life have turned out if my wife hadn't gotten chomped, chomped. by Shamu? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, this is another, by the way, <laughs> that, like, do you guys remember this occurred? This, this was like an early, for me, um, Santa Claus isn't real kind of moment. The, the realization, I think probably the first time that I went to a second Sea World, mm, and Shamu. I was like, wait a minute, how are they always mm. called Shamu? This yeah. is something we had to explain to everybody constantly because uh, it's kind of a difficult concept to understand mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. like they're all Shamu, but none of them are Shamu. And, like right now it's Shamu. If you're seeing it and it's jumping, it's Shamu. But as soon as it goes down uh, and focus turns to another one, that one's Shamu. Whoa. Right. The okay. transitive properties yeah. are, yeah, they can like, <laughs> it depends. There's if, only one one... Go, if one goes behind this wall, he is not, not Shamu. He's no longer Shamu. Okay. It's like professional wrestling. There was multiple doing the clowns. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> that, Is that yes. right, Mike? Can you fact check that? There were ma- you meant multiple, yeah, doinks, yeah, multiple, okay. ra- multiple Rockapellas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, no, the real Shamu. The re- I mean, the first the Shamu, Somebody was named Shamu. Somebody, some guy, <laughs> some guy. <laughs> but person. but that was the, they died in 1971. Oh, really? So that was the first long. one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So there's not yeah the true Shamu. Right, um, hasn't been with us. I just want to dedicate this episode to the. The, the true, true Shamu, Shamu. Mm-hmm. the TRU they, Shamu. They should have done it like horror hosts and been like son of Shamu. And then well, like, they have you know. the baby Shamu. 
do, or, and do they call it baby shampoo? It's the same thing. If there's a baby in the tank, it's baby shampoo. But then if oh. it goes away, then it's no longer okay. Baby but that's it's the official branding. Name. The yeah. branding is, is baby, shampoo. baby shampoo. It's hard yeah. for a baby to have a, an important title it and you, you, you're stripping. And it's, but it sounds like there's no longer going to be baby shampoos. I. It sounds like uh, not. We maybe no. have had our last. Do we? I hope though that we don't lose the walk around shampoo. Oh yeah, the, that the, one the, is okay. In the suit, which is funny that there is, you can go. This is a place where you can go see a real killer whale and then get your photo with a furry killer whale who has his tail splits into legs and walks around upright. <laughs> that's just that's a college freshman from Cal State San Diego, and you can just abuse them left and right. You know, that, they also do kill, but it's like whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I remember my only memories of I think my family went to the SeaWorld in Florida when we were down there for a little bit, and um, uh, I only remember going once. And uh, the two things I I remember, I think they had that Arctic simulator okay. at a bunch of them because I, I kind of remember doing that and then coming out into like, here's the penguins mm-hmm. and the polar bears. The other thing I remember is we went the time of year when the massive Brazilian tour groups, when it's winter in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And so they do the big tour packages to come to Florida. Um, and there was like a whole section of bleachers Everyone is wearing like the tour group shirts and they had the most choreographed uh, chants and shouts and stuff I had ever seen. And it was just so unnerving to see an entire bleachers worth of people all doing the same thing. And chance just, for Shamu? Chan- no, chance for just like Brazil like like and their a, tour group a, and a, like- Like an athletic event or something you mean? Basically, yeah. It was like, like you see- um, soccer in other countries like and everyone's doing the but they so, were doing this at Shamu. they were just doing it no before the show before started the show, they were waiting. just doing it to uh celebrate the tour to celebrate the good time everyone's <laughs> having didn't a join ball in no we we didn't really didn't know he's not from brazil he can't share for brazil i think it was a few days later we finally asked a cast member or something it's like hey is there um a lot of people here from brazil <laughs> Like, it looks and like they're it. like, oh yeah, well actually, yeah, they do big tours this time of year because it's colder down there. Uh, and then you said, well, they let me chant like, with them, I, and they said no. I, you have to pre- you have to show a birth certificate. A sixth yeah. grade Spanish is pretty rough, Michael. So mm-hmm. I don't know that I or wait, no, do they speak Portuguese? They do, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, yeah. then I well, would really, really rough. Yeah, yeah, that's extremely. why you couldn't. Thank that God you didn't do it. <laughs> that was a turning point moment. There's and thank God you didn't chant with them. But I mean, I they certainly gave the whales and everything a, a roaring round of and applause. And whales love applause. And they love loud, yeah. sudden noise. Yeah. That's no lie. Why don't, why don't yeah. we give Shamu a big round of applause and let's see how high he'll jump right. that's like they, jumped, they were jumped it, every shamu jumped four inches higher right. that day and it, high enough higher. to reach that lat that little bird they were trying it, to grab. it wasn't like watching the show a bunch of times you did get to see like they would mess it up like sometimes sometimes oh the, yeah the, the whales because they don't like the whales just kind of do stuff and then it like seems like it was on purpose and sometimes the shows will happen and the whales wouldn't jump nearly as many or as many times as another one. Or they'll say that the sham that Shamu is about to do something and then it doesn't do it and they just kind of gloss over and move on to something else. And then mm-hmm. the whales mm-hmm. just okay. don't want to do it that Dolphins day. are off book. 
whales are still <laughs> acting like they're in tech rehearsals, yeah. you know? Mm. Dolph- <laughs> dolphins better trained? I No, I feel like dolphins always nail it. More dependable. Yeah. Is that your experience? I, yeah. I yeah, feel like you it. also should, they they jump- should not do a show either. <laughs> well, that's but- the other thing is I would love to see, I loved watching the shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. would love to see it again, but sure. I, I don't know if I ever will. But the dolphins would jump so high. Mm-hmm. But then- what? birds did they <laughs> at what cost what mean I... what meaningful birds to until they eat a really important or a rare until i see a dolphin eat a rare dodo <laughs> then it was two love birds and now it's just one morning dove because it's morning the one that got eaten <laughs> i will say this just to also maybe complicate orcas there have you guys been hearing about the murderous uh the orcas in south africa that have been uh surgically uh removing the livers of great white sharks no and, oh i have heard about this. and destroying yeah. the population down there wow just, so yeah, wow. dismantling so the, to speak about like how, you know what what's it, what is it like in the wild you know these these are no angels these, sure these orcas <laughs> yeah they there so the story goes uh, and this is like a published paper that these two teen orcas moved into this area in near cape town where a lot of like shark week is filmed like where they famously have like the sharks that jump mm-hmm. out of the water and stuff like that um and they moved in and they started, uh, as it says, with surgical precision, removing the livers of great white sharks, eating only the liver and leaving the rest of the carcass just fall into the, the depths of the sea and then move on to another one. And they got so good at this that all of the sharks have now left the area. Wow. The, the entire like shark diving industry oh of God. South Africa is destroyed. The sharks are gone. They have all fled because and two of teens? These, these two teens. It's like natural born killers or yes. something like of the <laughs> orca population. Yeah, it's just them against the world. And oh they my God. Are, yeah. And they, apparently, though, they might be teaching it to other orcas, this technique. <laughs> oh, oh, man. No. Oh, well, wow. And if, all right. So if this gets taught, if this can get taught to the ones. <laughs> in the world, world. they can just Bauer. bridge the gap <laughs> <laughs> and they somehow also learn how to jump from tank to tank right. well but it's with surgical precision so maybe people who need to have their livers removed you just stick them in the tank and the orcas will suck it out so the wow. gen- yeah genetic- geneticists should be working on getting surgeon orcas yeah Ready to do surgery on humans oh, and, yes, and everyone yes. else, every other animal. Doctors with a big list who can't get patients in soon yeah. enough. You start right. just uh, recommending orcas to do it right. instead of SeaWorld. The wow. orcas have to do gig work too? Blackstone <laughs> Blackstone is killing this country. Boy, nobody mm. can get a decent job It's like anymore. Uber for orca surgeons. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. There's no discipline. There's no professionalism. There's none of that anymore. Doing it to end, have, make ends meet. <laughs> Um, this was such a, a pile of insane <laughs> stuff. Oh my god, uh, uh you really you, uh, yeah. you pulled us into the tank with you. Uh, uh, clo- I don't know. Clo- closing thoughts? Anything before before we go? <laughs> <laughs> for me, man, I don't know. We did it. Sea World. I just do. I don't know. It's it's up for everybody to decide what they're gonna do. And I don't know. Maybe someday I'll go back. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. Is it okay? Well, yeah. well, we we will reevaluate once they've instituted the Meg program. Right. Once the Meg, we'll there. see how they're treating the Megs, and yeah. then we'll uh, we'll evaluate off of that. Yeah. Oh, um, Matt, I had a question for you. Yeah, I, I might be re- misremembering my con- comedy lineage. Did you work for the Onion? Yes. at one point, absolutely. Did you ever pitch? Did you ever get any SeaWorld headlines in? Because I feel like they've been pretty pretty oh, brutal wow. to SeaWorld over the years. Yeah, uh, I probably I might not have. Was I there? 
Well, uh, so my manatee story actually is depicted in a, a, uh, a horrifying planet, which was we did these YouTube series for mm. which was like when Sex House, like if you guys have seen Sex House, that, that was like one. Yeah. And then we so we YouTube gave us a grant. We did a bunch and we just needed to pump shit out. And one of them was like a horrifying planet. It was like a fake planet Earth. And I wrote one that was kind of a testimonial about the manatee thing. And it's a little bit illustrated there. Oh, wow. It's not quite anatomically right, but it's it's got the <laughs> gist God. of it. Uh, but it, and it's amazing. But it's a kind of it is a version of that. Uh, that's out. Horrifying Planet Manatee. I think if you put it on, put that into YouTube, you'll find it. Um, I don't know if I wrote. I'm trying to think if I wrote any, because I don't think I was there after Blackfish. I'm because that was 2013, and Blackfish must have come out then. Right. So yeah. then I probably, and then if, and then I came back for a little bit, but the moment might have passed. But I'm sure I wrote some like I used because I wrote for the videos, and like we used to have like a little scroll at the bottom, and I'm oh, sure yeah. I wrote. Some jokes, some SeaWorld jokes for that. I just can't remember. I don't know. I don't well, think so. You got the C in your brain. It was yeah. bound to. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would always somewhere. do like the climate change one or like environmental or like earth science things. I don't know. You sort of brought that to the, uh, oh, interesting. Well, that, well, look, that dovetails right into the, let me, let me first say thank you for all this. Thanks for this pile of insanity. That climate <laughs> you survive podcast, the ride. Oh, wow. Thank uh, you. Um, and with that exiting through the gift shop, uh, is there anything you'd like to say about your show, High Science? Speaking of, this is really now I see the through line of educator, yeah, into it's a, just, a, a show with some education, into uh, mixed with some comedy. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, the, the High Science, it's on HBO Max, it's also on Discovery Plus if you've got the, that too. But yeah, but it's is uh, it going away? Are they merging? <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, well, it's gonna Discovery, be Max, it will be, but Discovery Plus is also remaining separately because they didn't want to leave money on the table, I think, because there are subscribers mm. who just like the Discovery discovery content don't oh, want to bother oh. with all this white lotus and okay right, you know. yeah that's like my white lotus don't mix my succession with my uh, uh 500 pound life right. is that a show yes my yeah. 500 pound life. that's like how aol like lingering kept dial-up internet for some people for so long because no one ever just wanted to change their provider or their billing i or think anything. it's still going i, I think, think there still be. is yeah. aol <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, high science. Yeah. So it's like a, we made like a, a science comedy show. It's basically like Bill Nye for adults or it's like magic school bus mm -hmm. on magic mushrooms or whatever. The idea is that we wanted to make a, a real like you learn facts science show that was like fun, but it was geared towards like people who get home late and like have one last joint before they fall asleep or whatever. And <laughs> wow, so that's wow. kind of who it's for. But there's like real science. We talk to science experts in every episode. There's like re you learn real shit. And then the whole time it's me and Zach, the guy that I made it with, just kind of like asking dumb questions and doing bits. And then we, it's we're basically the concept is that we if we want to learn about something, we smoke it out of a giant uh, robotic talking bong. So so if we want to learn about the moon, we smoke the moon, like herb labeled the moon. We smoke it out of a talking robotic bong named Dr. O that's voiced by Paul Bettany. Wow. Uh, and then we hallucinate a journey of learning and discovery about that topic. <laughs> wow. That's Which is actually a logical way to get to a Bill Nye style. Hey, we're going on a little now. You've actually applied logic. Yes. Of how does the visual adventure now, happen? Bill Nye was insane. It made no sense why he was doing any of the things he was doing. And we've corrected that. It yeah. now makes sense <laughs> why we are doing mm -hmm. what yeah, we're yeah, doing. Yeah, Added the logic that yeah. Bill was missing. Um, uh, but yeah, I'll plug that. I also I have a couple other things to plug if that's cool. Yes, please. For some reason, a bunch of my stuff came out this month. Oh. Uh, I also have an Audible show called Bloodweed that if anybody listening to this is an Audible subscriber, I made this with Dan Abramson, another former Funnier Die oh, writer. Yeah, it's like a scripted Dan. podcast okay. starring Haley Joel Osment, Maria Bakalova, Zach 
Cherry. It's a it's a cool show. It's on Audible if you're it's an a Audible great cast. person. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, it's a good. fun other stoner show. And then also Smarter, uh, which is the show I made with Sam West and Chris Sartinsky, old Onion writers. Team we made Coco. this yes, Team Coco oh, yeah. show. We made this satirical tech show like three years ago for Luminary, and it was hidden behind a paywall <laughs> for three years, and it's finally emerged and is coming out once a week. That yeah. all as all this is wow. happening, everything wow. is happening. So oh, man, if, on exciting. every platform, whatever you have, you can find <laughs> something that I wrote. <laughs> I have heard Smarter so funny. I'm glad it's Thank you. Uh, uh, fully, it's more easily accessible. It's weird how you. <laughs> Paywalls are paywalls are so hot, higher than a than a tank at SeaWorld. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. impossible to scale sometimes. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're free. Thank it's you. now we, it's free it's range. Free. We brought the wall now. down, and now you can <laughs> leap into Smarter from your tank at home. That's great. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, a blast. Thanks for bringing uh, <laughs> all these experiences and uh, uh, the specific madness of. Educator life circa 2004. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that right? I do feel cleansed. Yeah, feel, yeah, yeah. It feels I'm, good to I'm get all glad. that. I think you, you needed it clearly, that yeah. rattling in your head. Uh, uh, hey, as for us, thanks, Brett Bohm at Forever Dog for producing this episode. You can find mm-hmm. us on the socials at Podcast The Ride, merch available in our T Public store. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast The Ride, The Second Gate, or get one more bonus episode on our VIP tier, Club Three. You will find all of that at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Our. It's not weed, but it's smoking related. We have a little educational journey coming up into Disneyland smoking areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we in our efforts, what? and this the, the audience chose this one. This yeah. is also at Club Three. You see, the audience selects the the topics in a poll, and this was uh, suggested. So we in our never ending effort to keep as many rides on the table as possible. I think the audience has helped us with what are non ride facets of theme parks that we can explore. Parking garage is great. Esplanades, mm. we haven't done them, but we will. Uh, Do uh, all Disneyland's have smoking areas? We, I, you know, I haven't done my research. I, I don't haven't know. either. I think I, they've been kicked out of I the know parks. They're not in the parks. Yeah, they're they're not not in the park. Park. We have to go all the way. Except yes. in uh, Paris. <laughs> Right or Tokyo, I imagine. Uh, Maybe Tokyo. In Tokyo, we're gonna have to find out. You're catching us uh, with our pants down. We haven't done our smoking areas. (laughs) Yeah, we'll know. We'll know by the time you hear us there at patreoncom Mm Right. Okay, so get ready for us to know. Do you guys smoke? (laughs) (laughs) Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson. Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. <laughs>